1: Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
2: You did it. We did it. Everyone did it. We made it to week 17. We are here, the week of the year we spent hours, days, weeks, months drafting these teams just to get one or maybe two or a couple. Any team into week 17 is a success and we're here. It's here. We're ready to start breaking it down. We're going to dive into some of my advancing teams that I have into week 17, some of your advancing teams. This is a safe space you can share your near misses the things you're tilting. We're also going to start to dig in to the week 17 games, see what we're excited about, talk through the fun schedule, a lot of fun games this week. But first, we have to kick off week 17 with the one, the only, the original week 17 best ball shanty.
1: There once was a team we didn't agree not on builds not on week 17, so we gathered round and said up piece so stack my Twitter bro stack. Soon, May Week Seventeen come. If you don't have a stack, your team is done. One day when the season is gone, I'll take your money and go. All the engagement farmers gathered round, and they spread out seeds from a thread they found, with hopes that people would stick around to like every tweet they tweet. Soon, May Week Seventeen come. If you don't have a stack, your team is done. One day when the season is gone, I'll take your money and go. Well. The touts were mad, cause their crypto dipped And they lost on every top shot They ripped when they entered drafts Their picks got pipped, tough scene As they all got rugged Soon May week 17 come If you don't have a stack Your team is done One day when the season is gone I'll take your money and go I cracked a smile and a funny laugh Cause I'll never draft a running back I can't get away from this Casey stack Don't make me broke my homes Soon May week 17 come If you don't have a stack Your team is done One day when the season is gone I'll take your money and go We are argued robust and zero RB, but we all agreed no, no Tennessee. Tennessee. We yelled what a bus Trey Lance That's will be. be. Imagine drafting ETN. T-N. Soon may week 17 come, if you don't have a stack, your team is done. One day when the season is gone, I'll take your money and go. It was hopeless till week 17 arrived, he checked his app and had a team survive. It correlated, what a surprise, oh ship it, Chiefs and Broncos. Soon may week 17 come, if you don't have a stack, your team is done. One day when the season is gone, I'll take your money and go. (coughs)
2: we had to kick off the week with the good old-fashioned week 17 shanty i love that video well two things i love and hate that video because one i've been humming it all day singing it all day and i hate those three guys for getting this absurd song stuck into my head but it's it's really funny to look back. If you had not seen that before, the reason we played that is clearly a long-running bit of Week 17. Lots of Week 17 jokes, lots of which triggered a lot of people. And so Rob um, and Dave and Jesse put together an awesome music video in, I don't know, June or something, May, <laughs> way early in the off-season. And the, t- the two moments of the whole the whole I guess three. One is turns out to be almost accurate with uh something about no Tennessee, right? Proclaiming we don't want any Titans, which does feel pretty good right about now. Obviously, Derrick Henry's had a couple good weeks, but he may <laughs> Derrick Henry now may not play in week seventeen. And Tennessee, the Titans are an absolute disaster without Ryan Tannehill. They're a disaster anyway. Very clearly a disaster without Ryan Tannehill. Um but imagine the the clip of imagine drafting etn <laughs> if you have etn in week 17 you're feeling pretty good you're feeling really good against the texans and then um, ship it chiefs and broncos <laughs> it was uh, uh a week 17 game that sure seemed fun in june doesn't seem doesn't seem so fun anymore certainly seems one-sided you're not upset about your chiefs but um i don't think anybody's particularly excited about (laughs) having any broncos in week 17 so anyway um yeah i love the shout out gto best ball song was surprisingly good uh i I enjoy it we're gonna try to do some more little fun fun stuff like that but you suffered through rob's awful music skills for two minutes appreciate you really excited for this week you're probably going to hear from me and uh, and uh, rob and all of us too much going to try to bring the rest of the crew in and, and maybe some guests and just have some fun with with week 17 but we're going to kick it off today and i'm going to walk through a couple of my teams that advanced i have three total teams i drafted um it just for rough math we'll call it 500 teams i think it was a little less um but pretty close, like 480-something total teams across Underdog and DraftKings. I do have some drafters teams. My drafters teams are terrible, so we don't even need to mention them. But across DraftKings and Underdog, I have, let's call it 500. I I drafted 500 teams, and I have three, all of them on DraftKings, actually. Got wiped out this week on Underdog. Um, Only one team... Had a, had a real sweat, but that was about it. Um, for the folks in chat, before we get started, if you're looking to post some of your teams that have advanced and we can pull them up on the show, put them in, in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, there's a link to the Discord in the description of this video. And go in there. And under the community section, there is a draft review submission channel. Hop on in there post it in there and i'll try to i'll try to get through about as many of those as i can talk through them etc um so that's where you can go to put those in yeah it is funny just double back jonathan says imagine having pacheco against the broncos it is funny you know it was obviously mckinnon's first monster game was against the broncos but pacheco like who would have thought in june or may or whatever that uh the guy you probably want the most in the whole game is maybe Isaiah Pacheco. Definitely him or Jarek McKinnon. Obviously you're fine having Travis Kelsey, but it's just funny, right? That like we would have said, well, Travis Kelsey and Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and Javante Williams and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now it's like maybe Pacheco's the best, the best guy in that game. Omar says, uh, you mean my Malik Willis double stack isn't the one you need on Sunday um, while well, they play Thursday. So, it'll be the one you need on th- well I guess it's it's a 50/50 chance with less than 50/50 right but it's a one stack on Thursday that technically could be the one you need to start the week the old uh, Malik Willis to Traylon Burks and Robert Woods yeah I'm sure that one's going to go over really well um, and for anyone curious I'm looking at the news right now Derek Henry what did practice today Tannehill Hill still not back at practice and a litany of other Titans not at practice today, but Derrick Henry did practice today. So if anyone was worried about that, all right, before we get into your teams and then start to dive into some of week 17, both from injuries, matchups, maybe some ownership, just some we'll definitely be talking through all that stuff throughout the course of this week. But before we get into it, I'm just going to walk through my teams, do it this one time this week. You guys can see what I'm working with, how I got some of these teams into week 17, which contests I'm in. So uh, if you are also in these contests, we can, you know, duke it out over the course of the next week, six days, seven days, whatever. Um, like I said, this is, got wiped, got wiped out on, uh, on underdog this week, had four BBM teams in the semifinals. Didn't really have a super strong sweat, had one really good team. Uh, That scored one mid to upper one forties, but the pod I was in was just loaded. I didn't really have a chance. Um, And then my the team that scored the best for me on Underdog this week was a Hertz and Kyler team, so that sucked. Uh, I believe that was a Kittle Kittle team. Whatever, not not important. Didn't really have any real sweats on Underdog, so I will be rooting for every one of you guys in Best Ball Mania 3 and the Big Dog Finals and and all of that because I have zero rooting interest. Over there, I I have three three DraftKings teams. Could have got as many as five, I believe, if, if last night had gone a little bit differently um, and Sunday night had gone a little bit differently, but that's okay. I'm pretty pumped about my two of them for sure. Uh, pretty pumped about two of them. The one that you see here on your screen is in the... million touchdown dance on DK, which was a... uh, I can pull up the contest details. I guess this is not the perfect page for this. Uh, Anyway, um, obviously this is not super helpful. Yeah, not a good place to see the total contest details. But $25 entry fee. Again, a $1 million uh, total prize pool. You have 54 people in the final round, I believe. 54 people in the final round. So pretty pumped for that one. You know, a 1 in 54 shot at 200 200 grand obviously is not 2 million, but nobody's scoffing at 200 grand. And I believe the team I have – this is one thing I do want to talk quite a bit about this week. People are – rightfully so. We're we're all excited getting the teams through to, to Week 17. We're excited to share them. Think about them, talk about them, you know, whatever. But thinking through your team relative to the contest you're in, I think is is a, like looking at a $5 DraftKings Millie Maker team, which we'll get to, we can compare um, that next team that I have here. The things that you're going to need, the strength that that team needs to be, maybe some of the leverage points that team needs to have and needs to hit, right? That, Millimaker maker type team is probably needing to be something a little bit different and stronger than say this team, right? This, so this team is only has to beat 53 other teams and your Millimaker maker team needs to beat almost a thousand, you know, it's 900 and something teams. We'll just call it a thousand. You got to beat a thousand other teams in the $5 Millie maker final, right? On underdog, you got to beat what? 469 in best ball mania three. I know a lot of the puppies are a little bit smaller, right? The big dog is smaller. You get into a lot of these other contests are quite different. So the, <clears throat> the type of team you need in a lot of these tournaments is drastically different. And so that's why specifically for this team, I brought it up first because I'm pretty excited for it. Um, the first thing is that it's a Jalen Hurts team. And so that could be very good or that could be very bad. <laughs> you see down here. It has the old – it's an Eagles onslaught, basically. So, you see Miles Sanders is also on this team. A.J. Brown is on this team. And Devonta Smith is on this team. So, Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Miles Sanders loaded up on Eagles. So, clearly, I want Jalen Hurts to play, <laughs> obviously. That's that's a given. But on the, on, on the on the flip side, in the 54-man field, just having Trevor Lawrence – right? Being able to get Trevor Lawrence through, and I know there's probably a lot of people out there like this, right? You got Trevor, you were like, maybe you had Hertz lawrence It was probably one of the more popular combos of quarterbacks, right? Maybe you had Hertz and Lawrence. Last week, especially if you like listen to our content here, you know, you, we were not hopeful for the Jags. We were certainly not hopeful for Zay Jones. We talked about that, which came to fruition. We were not hopeful for Christian Kirk, like a smidge of maybe Travis Etienne, And you're just praying for a decent game from Trevor Lawrence. Now it turned out that this in particular, this team did pretty well. So it didn't really need a huge Lawrence game, but that's easy to say now, you know, 19 points from Lawrence got it done. And so there are being able to get Lawrence in and get Hertz in is kind of one of the pairings I'm most excited for, because if you haven't looked at the schedule yet, the Jags play the Texans. And they should put up a big number here, especially as the Texans are kind of pushing back right on, on teams and their offense is playing better. So if you, if if the Jags assuming they play their guys, I I haven't heard anything about them resting guys. Although I saw some rumors of that having a Jag stack and an Eagle stack. um, And this team, it is Lawrence, Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, and Zay Jones. So I just really just loaded up on those two teams for the most part, Jags and Eagles. Obviously feel pretty good about that right now. Running backs are bad. (laughs) The running backs are real bad. But again, why I'm excited about this team is because if I had this team in the $5 Millie, it's a pretty loaded team at quarterback uh, and wide receiver and tight ends fine, but it is probably too weak at running back to take down the, you know, to beat a thousand other awesome, awesome teams, but to beat 53 other awesome teams, I think there's, there's probably enough juice here. And so just real quick to run down the running backs, James Cook and Michael Carter, those are the two scores I used last week. Obviously, Miles Sanders, as I mentioned, and then Zach Moss, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pound the table for Zach Moss, but, the volume has been nice, despite how terrible the Colts offense is. You never know against the Giants this week, the Colts by the Giants. If Zach Moss continues to get a, a heavy role, he's at least in play. But, you know, I need two of Miles Sanders, Zach Moss, James Cook and Michael Carter, because my other running backs are <laughs> Melvin Gordon, Mark Ingram and Amir Abdullah. A bunch of nothing. Um, but the wide receivers, the quarterbacks and the wide receivers are the strength are the strength of this team. As Craig says, Jefferson lamb combo, pretty uncommon. Um, given their ADPs. Yeah. Getting Jefferson and CD together is nice. I, I, I would be surprised if there's any other Jefferson and CD you know, Jefferson's going to be popular, but I would still be surprised if there's any other Jefferson CD teams, you know, maybe one or something. So that would be a nice, that, you know, that's a nice start having those two guys at wide receiver, CD lamb, Justin Jefferson, the aforementioned Eagles duo Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, add on my guy Gabe Davis, add on Christian Kirk, add on Zay Jones, add on Elijah Moore, who now maybe has a little bit of life with Mike White back, right? And the wide receivers are really good on this team. Evan Ingram at tight end with David Joku and Brevin Jordan. You know, it's okay. Probably need Evan Ingram to continue to be <laughs> Travis Kelsey out there, but, I wanted to pull, you know, pull this up because a, I just share all my, you know, I share my exposure all summer. I share my, my teams, whatever. I don't care if people see what it is, and you guys can see the types of teams that other right. It's easy to go through Twitter and you're like, damn, all these people have these awesome teams, and sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. And then in this, but in this specific contest, I wanted to point out because I do think that context about contests. Say that ten times fast. The context about contests is important, and it's this team is such a good example of it because it's a really good team, I think, with really good wide receivers, potentially really good, two good quarterbacks, good enough at tight end, but it really doesn't have the juice at running back to win a large field tournament. It just doesn't you know a, a miracle right a, a, a miles sanders thirty point game and a james cook twenty point game, I guess technically could get it there, but you know we' that's <laughs> that, that that would be. Really a lucky run out, but in the small field, I think it's got I think it's got some I think it's got some juice. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say uh, GA says JJ land probably wasn't that unique on DK. I mean, I, I, I would say it's unique. Um, the ADP is definitely didn't align. So it's definitely going to be unique. Anything goes on DraftKings, so it's certainly m- less unique on DraftKings than on Underdog. That is a fact. Where CD was definitely a really at the end of the first round. It's a little bit more, you know, possible. But we're talking about the third overall pick, Justin Jefferson. He would have to slide, and CD would still have to slide, even if Justin Jefferson slid right on DraftKings. So I think it's, um, I think it's probably a little bit. Unique. Um, let me see. Winky, shout out winky. In these, it, you're in this this $25. This what the hell is it called? I never know the contest names. I just call it the $25. Super lame. But in DFS, DraftKings, they always change, you know, they always change a lot of names around and stuff. So it's like touchdown dance, flea flicker, all that shit. I don't know. I don't I don't know what the contest names are. So we it's the $25. But you're in here too. That's awesome. Uh, I really do like I'm just gonna be, you know, sorry for anybody that's not a part of Spike Week or not one of even just us best ball sickos that are running around here. If I'm not gonna win, I'm not I'm not rooting for you. I'm rooting for all you guys in the chat here. Winky and Jenks and updogs and Updog and Craig and Craig, Double Craigs and CJs, Francisco, everybody, all you guys. Shout out to you guys. This is fun. This is, what we, this is what we spent months and months and months debating Gabe Davis and Javante Williams, wasting hours upon hours of our lives debating these players who are truly, completely useless now. I mean, I guess Gabe isn't useless, but have so much uselessness. Isn't it really funny, though, how much time we spent debating, like, Josh Jacobs for the last two months? I mean, how many man hours do you think were spent not just me or us or not even just like in the spike week discord how many man hours do you think debating talking about whiffing on josh jacobs and all that has happened over the course of the last two months and that dude is irrelevant <laughs> in the, in the best ball players he has been irrelevant he's getting cooked by tyler algier <laughs> in the best ball playoffs right both bills running backs are outscoring josh jacobs Both of them, (laughs) like, you know, it's so funny. And I mean, clearly Josh Jacobs was just an absolute smash, but so this game is so crazy that the dude was by far the MVP of the regular season, like certainly the MVP of drafters. If you played on drafters and cooked useless, you look at, you look at other people having Josh Jacobs teams and you don't even care. You don't care. And you, you don't even care if he's on yours. His matchup this week is absolutely horrible. Really, really funny. Um, agreed. I don't think I, ha- I actually don't think I have any Algier. Joey says, Hope Algier can keep it going this week. I'm sad because Algier was really starting to pop and he was on my best BBM team that had a chance, my only BBM team that had a chance. So, totally agree with you, though. I think Algier is a great guy to have on teams. has a much better matchup this week than last on the ground and he still had a good game last week. I think Algier is you know pretty pretty sneaky here. Not going to be, you know, he's not going to be 2% in your finals, depending upon what tournament you're in. But he's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be Jarek McKinnon or somebody like that. So, or CMC or whatever. So that's, that's (laughs) Josh says, if I never heard someone talk about Gabe Davis ever again, I still wouldn't forget about him. You and me both. You and me both, brother. I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss any questions or comments Austin says perfect segue into my next team but one team in the DK Millie finals and Herbert is your QB that's that's interesting and this what a sweat Austin needed five points out of Justin Herbert last night which feels like the lock of all locks right just don't don't pull a Kyler and get hurt right away and didn't get hurt and it was still a sweat he got to 7.5 barely but hey got you there chip in a chair. And uh, now you have Herbert and Mike Williams here in week 17 against the resurgent Rams team that that game is all of a sudden turning into a little more fun of thing to have exposure to than we thought before. And the Broncos game continually gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, so that's funny. Francisco has the big dog. Yeah. I, I know there's been a lot of speculation about it and stuff and it's it's certainly possible with the short week and everything that that the big dog doesn't play but I would be surprised. I would still be surprised. I, I would say him playing is still the favorite. Him sitting is the underdog if I were handicapping it. I think that that's I think that that's what I would say. Um let me see here. 10 of 63 have Algiers did they advance? Did the um, did did somebody advance? Where are uh, or you had ten of sixty three or I'm sorry I haven't been following underdog. I didn't advance any. So if they did some advancements, I have missed it. Um, let's see. Is Albert O alive? He's breathing. He's a you know technically a living human being. He's not technically a living football player. Um, although I. Somebody was saying I didn't want I didn't watch the the second half of Rams uh Broncos believe it or not I didn't spend my la- uh middle of my Christmas day watching Tyler Higby-, Higby rip the soul out of multiple teams as another tight end went for 30 fantasy points to bury me but uh somebody mentioned that maybe Dulcich got hurt this uh, in the second half or something again I-, I didn't see it and I haven't seen anything I haven't looked either so it would be Absolutely hilarious if somehow Alberto did get on the field and was a factor against the Chiefs. I don't see it happening. But by the way, this, by the way, this, thank you. Jamison said Dolchich did sustain an injury. So the way that this season has gone with Cam Akers popping up and James Conner popping up, right, and Kendrick Bourne popping up and Fat Lenny popping up, all these guys who didn't do shit. They were some of the worst, literally. Cam Akers might have been the worst pick in fantasy this year. Up he's up there with the worst picks in fantasy. And now you're like, uh, I kind of am scared of not having Cam Akers on my team. He's gonna be relatively owned probably in the finals. Gets the Chargers run defense. It's what a what an absolute shit show. Rise of the Dead, yes. 15 and, at least 15 and 16 were definitely the rise of the dead. And Hoagie says uh underdog has advanced teams to the finals. So um, in case you made it, you can check your teams. All right. Um, My team that will be competing with Joey's. um, Was it Joey's? Uh, Joey, was it your Millie team that you were, that that we we brought up? uh, We brought up earlier. No, Austin, Austin's Austin's Millie team. So my team that will be competing against Austin In the DraftKings Millie final is another Trevor Lawrence team, not Jalen Hurts this time. The reason why I knew that both of the Bills guys crushed is because I literally have my one Millie Maker team has both (laughs) Devin Singletary and James Cook on it. Another Justin Jefferson team, another Devonta Smith team. Oops. Another Evan Ingram team. T. Higgins on this one instead of either. Right. So there's uh, the other team had CD and AJ Brown. This team has T Higgins and then um, actually pretty good running backs for a zero RB room. Both of the bills guys, right? Tony Pollard, Jarek McKinnon, Ramondre Stevenson, JD McKissick out obviously. But what I'm kind of excited about is obviously not having one of the elite quarterbacks is Especially if Hertz plays is is not super ideal, but if you're gonna pick two quarterbacks, in my opinion, to have that aren't the elites, let's just assume Tua plays. I'm not sure that Tua is gonna play, um, but like I would want Lawrence and Justin Fields if I were gonna pick the guys. Like, give me two guys who can compete with the the superstar high upside guys. I think it's Lawrence and Fields this week, and my Millie team has those two. Um, It also has Kenny Pickett, but Justin Fields at one quarterback against the Lions. Trevor Lawrence as my other quarterback again, as we discussed before. Kenny Pickett, I'm not, you know, certainly not expecting to use his score against the Ravens this week. But this team does need old Dolchich Dolchich, this week, so hopefully his injury is not too bad. And I would feel okay about Ingram and, and Dolchich as my two as my two tight ends the third one is brevin jordan i drafted way too much brevin jordan man he's represented on like all my finals teams which doesn't make me feel doesn't make me feel very good but hey um what's his name uh the other tight end got hurt yeah tegan uh quentin tarantino whatever his name is got hurt so you know maybe brevin could pop up he's a he's in that jags game we're going to get the Brevin Jordan spike week in week 17 as the bring back to the Jags next. But so this team, stronger running backs, right? Uh, so I'm pretty excited for that. I don't feel worried about the running backs on this team. You're just like, can one of the bills pop up? Always feel pretty good about Tony Pollard. Um, hard not to feel decent, at least about Jarek McKinnon, even though we need the Broncos to push back a little bit. And even if Damian Harris is back, Ramondre, I think Ramondre's totally fine this week, right? The issue with this team is, is the wide receivers are good, but man, if if Debo was anybody like if, if Debo was another second round pick, I actually would feel like this team was like super duper live. And not that it isn't, but it's drawing a lot more thin just by it's it's crazy, right? So you remove McKissick. Brevin Jordan is basically a non-factor, right? Byron Pringle is (laughs) playing every snap for the Bears. That's about the only positive thing you can say about him. And then, like, Pickett is pretty useless, right? So you just remove a handful of guys, four or five guys, and the receivers are good, right? Obviously, Justin Jefferson, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins. But then it's like, I need three of those, three or four of those guys, plus Gabe, plus Deontay, Adam Thielen. It's just... It can get there. I'm 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 excited for this team. I think it's. But would I like trade like say one of my built? Would I trade James Cook for another wide receiver? Yeah, probably. You know, for Garrett Wilson. Put Garrett Wilson on this team instead of James Cook, and I would be like, oh, okay. Even with Debo, this one's getting sweaty. Still rooting for it. Still think it's got a lot of juice. Right? Anything can happen. With the there is a lot of lot of good players on here, but um. Just, oh, man, the Debo thing. And he might be back. I know that they're they're talking about Debo potentially returning uh, to practice this week. But it's hard to imagine in his first game back that he, you know, puts up a spike week that helped. You know, I got to beat a thousand other people. I don't know that Debo's going to play into that. But you never know. You never know. Two, two touchdowns. Good football player could happen at any time. So that's my Millie Maker team. Another one. Excited for it. The amount of juice it has at running back. The two quarterbacks it has. Honestly, the two tight ends, I think, are fine, too. It's just actually just like, it, it, I think this team is a good a, a good example of this Millie Maker thing where it's like, can it, can it win? I think so, yeah, technically. Technically, it can win. But there's, it's going to be a thousand other teams that are just as good as this one. And so you, you really do kind of need all that firepower. And it's like, God damn it, if Debo was anybody else, on this team, you'd be like, okay, this team can compete with every single team in this tournament. Now I think it's a dog, you know, it's a, of course it's a dog. It's a one in 1000, but you, you could make an, make a case if Debo or Tyreek, right. Um, or AJ Brown or somebody helpful, anybody, <laughs> particularly at wide receiver, this team probably projects nearly as well as any of the teams that were in, that were in the final. So, um, one last team that I am going to share of mine, and then we'll move on to you guys' teams before we get into some week 17 chatter. Is I mean this uh, I believe this is the this was the $9 three entry max. You see the three entry max here. The button hook, I believe it was nine dollars entry fee, three entry max tournament. I believe this is 30, 30 teams in the final 10k to first place. So pretty flat payout structure, which is nice. Um, But this team's drawn real thin, real, real, real thin. This team is drawing. However, it is a Mahomes Kelsey team. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Mahomes Kelsey got AJ Dillon, um, Tony Pollard, Rashad white, which I think is probably pretty fine at running back for this field. But you see down here at the bottom, Bateman, Melvin, Robbie, Trubisky, Evans, Wandale, all totally dust. Right? Basically all guaranteed zeros. Naheem Hines, basically a zero. So we're talking about seven guys dead on this team. Josh Kelly, frankly, about close to a zero. KJ Osborne had his one big game. Shout out to him. That's it. Tyler Boyd, I know, got banged, got banged up and came back in, I believe. But Technically, can he get there? Yep. You know, so we'll be rooting on Gabe and Boyd on Monday night. But again, just really thin, man. Definitely going to need the Mahomes-Kelsey pairing. Really only has three running backs. And then really only has, what, five wide receivers? I guess six if you technically count K.J. Osborne. And they're fine. (laughs) CD, Devonta Smith, Jacoby Myers, Gabe Davis. Tyler Boyd, KJ Osborne. So uh, shout out, Rob. Rob is also in the $9. You're you uh, you're probably happy seeing my team that's there in the $9. You just gained a bunch of uh, expected value looking at my shitty team in the $9 finals. So I'm clearly going to be sweating those other two teams a lot more than this one. But again, like we talked about, the kind of the difference between that that twenty five dollar tournament, or like if you're in the big dog finals, right? The big dog finals is like sixty five people on underdog or something like that. If you're in some of these tournaments, right? If you happen to make the five 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 finals or the three hundred thirty three dollar finals or whatever, right? You just are you don't need perfection. Like technically, this team could win this nine dollar single. It's because it's only thirty people. Now, I don't really think. It has much of a chance, but it, there's there's such different expectations depending upon the tournament that you are in. Yeah, see, of course, Rob has a Rob has a. a I don't know if he's saying that he's been drinking already today, or if his team is loaded, or both. But um, Rob's loaded. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not too hammered yet, Rob. But it is week 17. It is week 17. Um, yeah, it's a, a interesting comment. Craig says that my one team has. Both Devin Singletary and James Cook, two Bills running backs together. He says that'll be more popular next year. It's definitely possible. I haven't thought that one through enough. I think, I think if you, it, it will probably be more popular, but implemented wrong. I think. Um, I don't want to get into a deep, thoughtful exercise around handcuffing and and multiple running backs from the same team, but I think, I think people will likely do it what I would perceive as the wrong way if they're going to do it. I actually kind of like it in that Bills scenario better than, say, um, an Alexander Madison and a Dalvin Cook. Um, but, you know, we we got plenty. We had a long... T- After this week, we got a long time to get to uh, to all those. Shout out Liam. He says, good luck in the finals. Good luck in the finals to you, Liam. I saw you got four or five teams through, I think, right? at least, and a bunch in the high-stakes tournaments, which is absolutely fucking awesome to have a perfect spot. No, I mean, of course, we want to chase million or two million or whatever, but Liam's already got the million or two million, so now he's going to go take down these small field tournaments, which we've talked a lot about here already, myself and Rob. Um, so good luck to Liam. Kyle says Fields is borderline elite. That's uh, getting the, against the Lions? Yeah. Pretty excited. Pretty excited for, for Fields at <laughs> Lundar. Are already asking for when is the big board coming? I bet you they'll do the big board again. My this is just mine. I'm throwing shit at the wall. My guess is that they will do the big board again. You know, in January or Febu- February, maybe something like that. I, I would not be surprised if a contest opens like after this week is well, once the playoff, as soon as the playoffs start, like something even before the big board to tickle everybody's fancy. You know what I mean? I would not, I would really not be surprised. Uh, they'll come up with a new one and, uh, <laughs> we'll be drafting 2023 teams while we're watching the wild card round of the, of the NFL playoffs. I mean, Liam says big board with 500K to first. It would definitely fill. That's a hundred percent. That is a hundred percent. All right. We're going to try to pull up, uh, some of these teams. It's always, it can always be a little tricky with, uh, the old discord screen share, but we will make it through first team is our good friend, Steve best on underdog and best balling in the discord. Look at this dragged a tra- shout out to Trey Lance for being a wonderful teammate, helping keep, keep Kirk in line, even when they get down big, right? Carrying Trey Lance, carrying this team into the best ball mania three finals, but man, cousins, Cousins is not a guy that I think any of us really would have uh, expected to really, truly pop off like this. and But that's the chaos of this stupid game that we play. The Kirk Cousins goes for 30-something and then goes for 24 on a week one quarterback scoring wasn't very high, and a bunch of guys were out. Cousins became huge, and now he gets the Packers in week 17, which is, you know, if if you want to have an individual an actual individual person against the Packers is probably, you know, a run-heavy running back because of how bad they are against the run. Um, Like, if you had Raheem Mostert last week, I would be really triggered because he only got eight. He ripped off like 45 yards in the first drive or two and ended up with only eight carries and Jeff Wilson stole the touchdown. But I, I think... The Vikings still, you know, the Packers defense is very much a run funnel. They're league worst in rush defense DVOA and they're like seventh or something like that in pass defense DVOA. So it's not perfect to have Kirk Cousins, but dude, if you have Cousins to Jefferson, the Packers pass defense, clearly Tua went nine for two. Now, granted, one of them was a truly absurd yak play by Jalen Waddell, but Justin Jefferson can do that too. You know what I mean? Uh, Dalvin cook can do that too on a screen pass or something like that he, he, Tua going for 230 yards in the first half. I'm not afraid of the Packers defense. The only thing I'm afraid of, uh, and then I'll move on from Kirk cousins by enough about Kirk cousins, but I think with Justin Jefferson being probably pretty popular, um, the only thing I'm worried about as someone who's really heavily invested in Justin Jefferson on my two best teams Is the Packers' like pace of play even more so than I'm? I'm not worried about Jair. Not you know. I'm not worried about the fact that they're a good pass defense for Justin Jefferson. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter for him. Would I prefer it was the Lions? Sure, but I'm not worried about the Packers' pass defense. I'm worried about the fact that Aaron Rodgers runs the play clock down to one every single goddamn play, and they, particularly if Christian Watson is hurt, have almost no big play ability. Lazard is useless. Dobbs is who knows. And so the Packers game, I'm just a little concerned. You know, we saw this in the second half, the Dolphins before Tua started throwing interceptions all over the place. The Dolphins were still not horrible on offense. They weren't as crazy efficient as they were in the first half, but every Packers drive is like 12 plays and eight minutes. And it's like, it just drains the whole clock on the half. And so that's my biggest concern. The Vikings defense will have to, Slow them down, which I don't know if that I don't know if they'll be able to do that, but need to dominate the ball, I think, and uh, let Jefferson do his thing for Cousins. Saquon can't say anything negative about Saquon. Colts matchup is totally fine. Josh Jacobs matchup is not amazing, <laughs> pretty bad. Sony Michelle is your fourth running back. I uh, respect the balls on the hyper fragile build uh, with Sa- <laughs> Saquon, Josh Jacobs, and Damian Harris, but maybe Damian Harris comes back for you. The matchup is fine for, you know, Damian and Ramondre. Maybe they get back to, uh maybe they get back to a little, you know, more split and Damian Harris luck boxes, two touchdowns. The wide receivers obviously on this team are killer. Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, uh, shout out Deontay. It uh, looks like we're both rooting for Deontay this week, which is never a very comfortable feeling, but if we're going to get one, let's get it in week 17. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> The first Deontay Johnson spike week in his NFL career, almost Deontay Johnson, Garrett Wilson, obviously Garrett Wilson. Awesome to have Jahan Dotson, Devontae Parker, but then Pickens, um, shout out John Mechie. And we were joking about, uh, the Lance being a good locker room guy. And, uh, Rob is, uh, joking about Lance being a good locker room guy. John Mechie, the real winner on this team, the real locker room guy. Shout out to him. Hopefully he comes back next year. And good enough tight ends. You know, Tunyon is so-so, but obviously, we've seen now multiple weeks in a row, Kittle Ingram is a more than sufficient uh what do you want to call it? More than sufficient tight end room. All right. That's the first, that's the first team. Um, yes, and as Felix says, Jefferson destroyed the Packers in week one. So like I said, I'm not, I'm not worried about any like Aren't you worried about Jair? Aren't you worried about this? There are, we'll probably discuss some of them on this show and on the rest of our shows this week. There are guys I'm gonna be worried about a hundred percent. You know, with their matchups, just like we talked about with Zay last week. I'm not worried about Justin Jefferson. The only thing I'm worried about is the game environment for, for Justin Jefferson. That is it. This week is definitely going to be crazy. And uh I feel Uh, We talked about this, what, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday Rob and I talked about this. I actually, we've been getting into so many good like um, strategy conversations and everything. Now, you know, the season's getting close to over. We feel like we have all these ideas and things we learned and whatever. I feel like, I feel like almost like reinvigorated. Uh, I will not, you know, we're going to get to, like Modog says, by June or July. And I will not be, I will, that's not how I will be feeling. But um, right now. I feel that way. Um, Lundar said, who is Brady going to try to get to earn incentives? Oh, does Evans have one for unrealized air yards? Yeah. If Mike Evans has a contract incentive incentive for unrealized air yards, he's already hit it. So you don't have to worry about that. I don't know what the incentives look like. Uh, I know that um, some sites are, are digging into those and that's, that's all well and good. Jenks says, should we all drink four locos this week for the <laughs> I cannot. I don't. I'm more. I think we'll we'll probably do. It's. I, I don't know what we'll, if we'll do it Sunday or we'll do it Monday. I mean, we'll definitely do a show Monday heading into Bills Bengals. But I mean, Bills Bengals is the last game of the best ball finals on Monday Night Football. I uh, you know Sunday we'll probably do something. I don't think I could do four locos. However, I couldn't do it. Those taste so bad. I, I'm surprised they still make them. If I'm being, who is this? You're. Oh, that's Josh's. Uh, Josh's team. What? Uh, what uh, is this BBM also? I think you said you got you got uh, a team in BBM, right? Puppy four. Okay, puppy four. Ooh, Dak's a fun one. So we got Dak and Tua. Might be without Tua. We'll see. But I think against the Titans. And Tua getting the Patriots. Obviously, the Patriots are not unbeatable. The Bengals just carved them up for half. So it's not like Tua can't help you, but I think you're more than fine. Just rely relying upon um, on Dax score, particularly da- another CD team. Another get look at this CD and Gabe on this team. Team CD and Team Gabe over here. Saquon obviously in a good spot. Dylan, I mean Aaron Jones. Dylan Dylan's super fascinating because he. he it's easier to dunk on the Kendrick Bournes and the James Connors and stuff of the world and the Cam Akers. But AJ Dillon was a six round pick on both sites, probably sometimes higher on boomer FFPC or whatever. Literally. I don't think he had like a usable week all season. Did he score double digits ever all season? Like maybe, maybe uh, very rarely. Right. And now all of a sudden with Aaron Jones kind of banged up, they're very clearly kind of limiting Aaron Jones. Um, AJ Dillon's been the leader in that backfield. He catches passes. He gets goal line work. It's not the perfect matchup against Minnesota, but it's fine. It's totally fine. He can score two touchdowns. He can score two touchdowns. Um, Then James Cook, who we talked about, Jerick McKinnon. Shout out Donta Foreman. What a wonderful human being Donta Foreman is for that performance last week. I know um, that was one of my guys. That was one of my late round guys. He hasn't, didn't, didn't didn't end up getting him through on any of my teams but he gave me a nice sweat with the big game. Wouldn't be expecting quite as big of a game, you know, this this week. But my lord, I, the Lions had seemingly started to turn it around. Uh the last X amount of weeks like Dalvin Cook averaged 1 yard per carry against the Lions run defense. They had really like kind of shut a bunch of teams down and the Panthers ran for like almost 400 yards on them. And then he gets Tampa. So Tampa's fine. I, I lied. I lied. T- Tampa is not the same run defense that they were once upon a time. So totally fine. Really good running back group. Jesus Christ. Saquon, AJ Dillon, Ramondre, James Cook, Jarek McKinnon, Dante Foreman. Good lord. That's a good that's a good wide receiver room. And when you compare it or when you combine it with the Dak CD stack, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be relying upon Gabe a lot, obviously, but we know the upside always is always there for Gabe. Waddle, Ayuk. I still love Ayuk. I don't care. I'm not giving up, even though it just Kittle gets all the touchdowns nowadays. Kittle and CMC get all the touchdowns. I'm not giving up on Ayuk. I think he's an awesome guy to have in the finals. See if Claypool comes back. Um, and hopefully Watson plays, but there's definitely enough juice. In this wide receiver room, the tight ends is probably where you're a little bit worried. Need Hayden Hurst to come back, or kind of luck box the touchdown from somebody. But you could get that from Hayden Hurst if he comes back. So that's the one weakness. But that's a good team. That's a good team. Um, Gabe could be that random spike week at low ownership, absolutely. And he is on all my teams. So we are praying. We are praying. Jonathan said Tyler Algier was my guy. W- worked out beautifully. An absolute smash pick here late down the stretch. A great guy to have on on your teams. Um, Jonathan also says, "Is there any chance Curtis Samuel smashes with Wentz? With Wentz back in there now? Wentz stepped in for Heineke uh, last Sunday. I think so. I I know they were winning games, but it was mostly in spite of Heineke. And you know they're going to win some games in spite of." Um... <laughs> Wentz too, as opposed to Wentz helping them. But Wentz, Wentz just elevates the ceiling, in my opinion, of all the guys on this offense. Um, he's, you know, it's it gets ugly when it's ugly for Carson Wentz. You know, he he makes some really bad decisions, but he's willing to chuck that thing around, make some big plays happen. That makes big plays happen for the defense sometimes too. But I think he really elevates um, the potential of the offense, which is all we can root for in. know we don't care about the floor this week we need we need all the big games we can get right all the big games we can get uh cousin brian wants to know about cousins or cousins or daniel jones uh i think it's cousins i think it's cousins all right let's see here next game steve i will come back to your dk team just because we already hit i want to hit a couple other people's oh uh the ffpc main event there's a there's a new one also i love that uh we're going to pull up the one with my face on it actually no we're not that makes that makes me gross in 5th in 5th in 5th place in the FFPC main event down by less than 30 down by less than 30 dang it and the team jameson's excuse me jameson's team you played minchu last week i assume you have hurts yep mckinnon Ramondre, T, chip, Je- dude, we're rooting for the same guys. Let's go, go take down the goddamn main event. Let's get Jalen Hurts back. Another big McKinnon week. Ramondre to get back on, uh, get back on the saddle. Justin Jefferson, right? And then you, AJ Brown, of course. AJ Brown, of course. Cole Komet getting the Lions. If you're ever going to feel comfortable about, you know, playing Cole Komet, this is a good week for that. Godwin is just a locked and loaded flex play, right? In, uh, in full PPR. Um. Let's see here. What did I miss? Oh, t- yeah. T- then you, T ships it. T ships million bucks. Monday night. Come from behind. Awesome team, dude. Holy shit! How did I not have you not posted that team before in the Discord? Absolutely unbelievable team, and what a awesome sweat. Awesome, awesome sweat. Crazy skills. BBM team. Dak, Rodgers, and Fields. So, you know, I don't think uh I don't think uh Rogers is, you know, always gonna help you. Yeah. Shout out to Updog saying good luck in the main. I mean, that team is what a sweat. Holy cow. Uh that threw me off. Shout out Jameson. Dak and Fields, good tournament pairing. Oh man, got the Thursday night game stack. You really do need the big dog to play, huh? And and maybe to get Aaron Jones, get Aaron Jones uh back going here this week you know what i'm saying god damn can aaron jones get back on the field for this team but derrick henry aaron jones devin singletary raheem mostert assuming they all play right assuming derrick henry plays absolutely you could get three scores out of these you could get you know you could use a flex guy out of this this is such a good man i like so like um you know hyper fragile after two years ago right after justin herzig won best ball mania one or whatever one. Yeah. Best mm-hmm. media one with the hyperfragile team. Hyperfragile is uh, totally a, a perfectly fine structure. There's lots of ways you could have been successful with this year. What I love about this is it's, it's a, it's kind of this like balanced hyperfragile, right? When you would listen back in the day, when people would talk hyperfragile, they're like, I'm going to go RB, RB, RB. And they might even then take another one in like the seventh or eighth round. Right. And they're like, well, I'm just going to win wide receiver because I'm going to draft 11 of them or 10 of them or whatever. But, like, what, what wins these large field tournaments, in my opinion, what, what has the highest probability to get crazy high upside from a hyper-fragile team in these large field tournaments is this sort of flexible structure, uh, similar to what Steve, Steve did, too, is like what you did here. Steve was a little bit even crazier with Josh Jacobs as his RB2 on a hyper-fragile team. But big dog Aaron Jones, right? first two picks are running backs that's totally fine and totally reasonable for a hyper fragile team but then you you're still because you took those two you're going to turn it into a hyper fragile for just a four running back build but you don't say okay i gotta force cam acres now or i gotta force whatever i gotta force this running back now because i'm gonna go hyper fragile you layer in right a bill's running back and the the Dolph like the Bills lead running back and the Dolphins lead running back but within later rounds which allow you to still get right you don't have an absolute true elite quarterback right in the Mahomes era but allows you to get a really good quarterback still in deck and it allows you look at all this little juice you have at these other positions because you built a hyper fragile team with these kind of what other people would not feel comfortable doing a hyper fragile build with. But you said I have my two starting running backs, Derek Henry and Aaron Jones. Now I'm going to layer in Devin Singletary in the ninth round. I'm going to layer in Raheem Mostert in the 15th round. And those guys are going to close out my hyper fragile team and I'm that's going to allow me to use those two running backs but still I still get a really good quarterback I still get George Kittle an elite tight end I still get <laughs> say whatever you want about Keenan Allen as a, as a an elite wide receiver I'm not sure he's elite right but I still can get Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, amon Ross, St. Brown, DeVonta Smith. It's a really good top 4 wide receivers for a hyper fragile team. Right? Awesome. Awesome team. Yeah, gets the Noah Brown Gets the Noah Brown smash there. At the end gets Sammy Watkins back on the <laughs> back on, on the uh on the Ravens. RIP to KJ Hamler, but maybe get Hardman back this week. This this team ha- absolutely has enough juice to, to ship ship that baby. BBM team, right? Yep. BBM team. Updogs, DK Millie team. We gotta check out this fella. Oh, another Kurt, another Kirk Cousins team. Okay. Again, DK Milley. Eckler. It is very fitting that Updog has an Eckler team. I know you're an Eckler guy. So uh, another good another good spot for Eckler this week. I think Cousins. Oh, oh, so this is fascinating. Cousins-Hawkinson stack, right? Is there any... Okay, okay, so Cousins... A cousin stack without Jefferson. That is really, really fascinating. And you have Lawrence also. But there's going to be Cousins is going to be attached to all Jefferson teams, right? And I don't mean that every Jefferson team is going to have cousins, but I mean the cousins teams are probably like going to be all Jefferson. So if you have cousins, right? If Jefferson just goes for whatever, 15 and cousins throws for 303, but the touchdowns go to right. Osborne, Hawkinson, particularly, if we get the Hawkinson game from last week and it slows down Jefferson, you're going to just shoot way, 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 way past these all these Jefferson teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, J. Jeff Leverage, awesome. Even then, Jalen Waddle, obviously, we talked about A.J. Dillon. Waddle, you know, smash, can go ham like he did any given week. A little bit, you know, Teddy can be okay. You would prefer Tua was in there, Um so maybe a slight ding, but obviously good running backs. Eckler, Dylan, McKinnon. Eckler, Dylan McKinnon. So you just you're gonna use Eckler's score, and then you need at least one of Dylan or McKinnon, right? Your wide receivers are good enough that you don't need to use one of those wide receivers in the flex. Got Lawrence and Cousins is a good is a good group. I think you have Kirk and Zay. Yeah, you got you got the Jaguar stack. Only dead players are Sony, Michelle, and Eno, which you don't really need. I guess you know Tony isn't perfectly awesome, but Tony's alive and he's playing wide receiver for the Chiefs. Anything can happen. This team is really fun. DJ Chark against the Bears. Fun team. I even like those secondary tight ends. Conklin and Conklin gets Seattle. Bellinger gets the Colts. Awesome team. Every time I look at some one of you guys' uh, DK Millie teams, it does not make me feel more hopeful. I'll tell you that much. Here, let me see. Somebody mentioned... Uh, Jose says, Do you mind checking my lineup handle? Is B Boyd? Let me screw a lot of messages in here, but since you asked nicely, I will try to find your team here. Good lord, there's a lot of teams in here. Did you post it in this in this channel? There's winkies. I'm gonna check winkies after this. Post your uh do you mind checking my oh yeah. To Jose, po- go just post your uh, team here in this in this channel in, in the Discord. Um, selfishly, we're going to go find... Uh, I'm going to try to get through as many of these teams as possible. If I miss them, we'll we'll be back tomorrow. If I don't get to... You know, we don't have a ton of time left, and there's a lot of teams in here. We'll be back tomorrow. Keep posting them in here. I promise we'll run through some more of them. I wanted to hit selfishly, because I want to see what... Uh, God damn it, where did it go? I want to see uh, what I'm working up against here with uh, Winky's team that is in the $25 with me. So here we go. Um, I hate the Zoom on here. All right, it's, I know it's a little tough for you guys to see, but I'll I'll read it out. has a Josh Allen team. Josh Allen and Gabe, do you have digs on this team? Yeah, so that's kind of interesting because I don't think... I, I don't know how much of that we're going to see Josh Allen for sure. And you know, you probably won't be the only Josh Allen team, but the Josh Allen, given how bad Diggs and Gabe have been and how Josh has, Josh has been good, but other quarterbacks have been good too. I, I think that um, the Josh Allen stacks are, especially in that 54 man final. It's pretty fun. You have CD Deontay fucking Hagby. Of course, the Rams fan has Akers and Tyler Higbee carrying him. Just as you expected as a Rams fan, I am sure. Higbee and Cam Akers carrying the the Bills, the Bills stack uh to the finals. But lots of juice here on this team. McKinnon, who I imagine is going to be pretty chalky. I like having like having Fryermuth as a backstop to Higbee because um I would not, you know, Higby's fine. And Hurst, if Hurst is back. Uh, oh, R.I.P. Damian Pierce and Will Fuller. Uh, hopefully, nuke. Hopefully, for your sake, nuke gets uh, Colt McCoy, gets Colt McCoy back. But this team got lots of juice, and I'm not very excited about seeing it. And as I mentioned, I'm not excited about seeing Cam Akers teams in my uh, in my contests. Yeah, I, I I don't know how you get an Allen Gabe and Diggs team into the finals. Um, Omar, I'm gonna go find your team right now, because I saw I saw you posted it in here, uh, and of course, good luck to you, Winky. I hope you finish second. Um, I love you, but not really, I really do hope you finish second. Let's see. There's too many. Oh, here we go. Last two bullets. First one is in the front four set. So we're gonna do. We're gonna look at the Millie team. We're going to look at the Millie team just because we're pr- a little bit pressed for time. Malik Willis. You weren't kidding about the Malik Willis. I think that was you, Omar, that said you got a Malik Willis double stack in the Millie. Who's your other quarterback? Matt Ryan. Do you have another one? Oh, Hertz. Okay. So if Hertz, right? So you're just sitting here sweating. Hertz coming Hertz coming back all week. This damn, Zoom is killing me. But Kamara, that's interesting. Kamara, Pollard, Jefferson, Devonta Smith. Man, dude, Devonta Smith is going to be so popular. It's crazy. Had a high advance rate anyway. Had like a high advance rate from the regular season. Smashed back-to-back weeks. Was one of the highest advance rate players to the semifinals and went for 34, 30 on, you know, basically 30 on underdog and 34 on DraftKings. Devonta Smith is going to be so chalky. I think he's on every single one of my teams. So we're going to be a chalk donkey this week. Gallup is an interesting one. Eight more A.J. Dillon. So much A.J. Dillon. I have him. You guys have him. Gus, Paris Campbell. Yeah. Oh, Pitts. Damn. Pitts and Rondale. That sucks. That's brutal. And Hamler. My God. you. This team got bludgeoned by injuries. Could have been an awesome, awesome, awesome team. But I like a lot of the... Some pretty strong leverage points on that team. Some very unique players. That's for sure. Let's look at the... Let's look at the champs. Let's look at the, the reigning... The reigning champs trying to defend his crown and capture a second Millie maker in two years. is rocking the, the Trevor Lawrence. Let me find some Jags. Trevor Lawrence to Zay Jones stack. Got the dueling 30-point games from tight ends. George Kittle and Tyler Higbee also has Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley also has Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, Brandon Ayuk. Rashad White, Gabe Davis, Antonio Gibson. We'll see if he early reports are that he's kind of banged up. Mac Hollins. There we go. There's a fun one. Nico, uh, R.I.P. to Nico. But my God, is he ever going to play again? Probably not. R.I.P. to my guy Danny Gray, who has scored like zero fantasy points the whole season. Devin Singletary. That's a good team. That's a good team. Of course, the reigning champ gets in gets another smash team in there. All right, Jose, since you asked since you asked, we'll get it we'll get it in here. Do do do. Um here we go. This works. Cousins. And is this another yeah, another cousins team without Justin Jefferson, that's interesting. Cousins and Dalvin, okay, you just need Cousins to throw to Dalvin, but you have, Patrick, you have Patrick Mahomes, so I think you're doing just fine. More Devonta Smith, more T. Higgins, Donta Foreman, so you got to take advantage of I like Ken Walker. The matchup isn't great with the Jets, but I think kind of like ETN last week, I think you can run a little bit on the Jets with some of their injuries up front and their awesome pass defense. I like Ken Walker this week has Jacobs who all of a sudden has turned into a possible <laughs> leverage play, assuming that they keep riding them. Also have Debo need De- Debo back this week. Corey Davis, nice boost for Corey Davis with Mike White, just like Garrett Wilson and Elijah. So I think you were asking like, you know, how live is it? You need some, you need some love, but I think you have some interesting, probably lower-owned guys. Dalvin Cook, Ken Walker, which is funny. The Ken Walker is going to be probably a little bit lower-owned. But Dalvin Cook, Ken Walker, actually kind of like Terrace Marshall, as crazy as that sounds. Um, you know, I'm not sure he's going to pop to win it for you, but you never know. You never know. Let me see. What was the second part? You know, you, Josh Jacobs, if, if Debo and, and Olave come back, I think it can give you some extra juice. I think it can give you some extra juice. But yeah, as you said, need some love. I would compare it to when I went through my teams, my third team in the $9 three entry max. It's like you have some core pieces that are like, well, yeah, when I look at those core pieces, it's a smash. But then, like, once it gets so thin down the list, you're like, well, I basically need all my, you know, how likely is it that all of your, best players the ones that you need are all going to post ceiling games at the same time they might all be fine but you need them all to have big weeks and that's just the hard part about when you get uh when you get uh you know to week to week 17 exactly like you said you're you're sitting totally fine ownership wise in my opinion with the players that you have getting through but you're just going to need to run you know you need some of the chalk to bust and you need you know ken walker right? Jacobs to pop back up. You need some of those, uh, and, and some some guys to play. Debo, Olave specifically. All right, I'm going to hit a couple more, and then um, try to double back to as many of these as I can. Um, I wanted to hit the people who posted first, so got Omar. Where did I leave off? We hit Updogs DK Millie. Short Gamer TV Mahomes team another Ken Walk, Ken Walker Madison Rashad White Algier McKinnon and Zamir okay I like it see I like this this is interesting because if you could get that big Ken Walker game which is I'm not saying you're relying upon that technically you could get you know Algier or McKinnon could do it again but I think Ken Walker is your greatest path Ken Walker and Algier are your greatest paths to a big running back week that's also not like crazy, crazy chalky. And then you just need, you know, one more of those guys because you're obviously going to use Mahomes at quarterback because you have Justin Jefferson T Higgins, Mike Williams, Devonta Smith, Hunter Renfro, Garrett Wilson, Denzel Mims, interesting Denzel Mims, and then Kittle and Higby. So like, you know, your wide receivers are taking up most of your scores and you haven't, an, I think you have enough juice at the running back at the running back spot. Uh. Uh-huh. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Uh, Kyle says, I just sampled 26 teams in the Big Dog, and roster ship is more spread than I thought. Kittle was only 19%. I was thinking it would be 50. Yet, one thing I will say with Kittle and with the tight end specifically is it was, there were so many big tight end games. If, if Kittle, I know he did it two weeks ago, so that elevated his ownership last round. But if you were able to not need to have Kittle to advance, right? Higby, Higby went just as nuts. Hawkinson was the tight end one on the week. There's probably other guys that I'm missing. I mean, Kelsey was fine. Um, what? Ingram was fine. There was a lot of ways that you could get there at tight end. So it just it just played out in this weird way The where... Even though he went absolutely ham. So many, so many uh tight ends went absolutely ham. Um Modog is Zemo. Let me find, let me find uh Modog here. I'll, I'll hit uh, I'll hit these super quickly for uh in three US. Did I hit? no, I didn't hit these already. Uh, here's a kind of unique blend of quarterbacks. We've seen a lot of cousins. We're seeing a lot of cousins, but he has cousins, Sean Watson and Jared Goff. Another Akers team, Akers, Dobbins, Pollard. Hunt, and McKinnon. If the Browns were to shut down Chubb, my God, I mean, it's already a good running back room, but my Lord. Another Jefferson team. Another. See, here's your Hawkinson uh, with Fant. Fant helped you two weeks ago. Hawkinson got you last week. That's nice. Jefferson, Tyreek, Keenan. Cooks at least came back, but uh, he's pretty useless, but not like you need him. Garrett Wilson, Jahan Dotson, KJ Osborne. Good team. And he has two, two teams in Best Ball Mania 3. That's nice. The other one is Lenny, Kamara, Gus Edwards, J.D. McKissick, obviously hurt, and Jarek McKinnon. But Lenny, Kamara, mostly Jarek McKinnon. Those three is nice. With Cousins, Lawrence, another Jefferson team. Definitely starting to feel Jefferson, Devonta Smith, right, are these guys that really just keep showing up constantly. Jefferson and Devonta Smith. Like, we haven't even, like, seen an A.J. Brown team. Every one of them is Devonta Smith. Metcalf. Elijah Moore, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett, if you could get Lockett back, right? And then obviously Kittle and Tunyon. Um, Sorry, I wanted to hit, who was it? Mine is a little bit up.
1: Uh, 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 um.
2: Yeah, Jacob says Devonta Smith has been smashing, obviously just going completely freaking nuts. In uh, all right, here we go. Here is Mo Dogs BBM team. Okay, more cousins. Look at this. This is this is a Kirk Cousins fam here. But Jalen Hurts, Chase Edmonds. You know, I don't want to be counting upon Chase Edmonds, but. If you want to possibly get, you know, if you can possibly get an RB2 score out of him, right? So this team is very clearly needing Devin Singletary and Tyler Algier to be your two running backs and everything else carry it. But that's not out. That's not crazy. Devin Singletary just put up like 20 points last week. Tyler Algier has nearly scored Like He's been very close to scoring 20 points both of these two weeks. If you got 20 out of those guys or one of them and, you know, Edmonds were to find his way to a decent game in a negative game script against the the chiefs it i've seen crazier stuff another jefferson and tyreek hold on jefferson tyreek aj brown doesn't really get any better that's like the optimal start right from a projection standpoint upside standpoint jefferson tyreek and aj brown deandre hopkins george pickens michael gallup even quez is like a super interesting guy there at the end and good enough tight ends as we saw last week with higby but in joku higby logan thomas that's a good team. Like you said, you're hoping to catch some luck mainly at running back. Everywhere else is really good. You're you just need right. You got three backs, and you need a little bit of a miracle probably. But it's not it's not over. You know what I mean? I mean I'm expecting reasonable scores out of Singletary and Algier. It's just can they can they spike right? Because you're trying to win the thing. Not have not just get like 12 points. You're trying to win the thing. Can they can they do that? Um. All right. Really really quickly, we just talked about a ton of of different teams. Let's chat really super super quickly about a very very brief intro into week 17 and just start to wet our whistle with some games, teams, players, etc that we are excited for. Let me zoom in a little bit. Um We have gone through a lot of kind of some of these matchups as we've talked through a lot of these teams. But I did think um, that Arizona and Atlanta game was one I was really excited about in the preseason. Now, you know, all the good players are hurt. Not all, obviously. But it went from a game where I think, you know, the Kyler stacks looked really good. And, even you know, Pitts, London, or whatever. I think London is fine. Excuse me, sorry. Having London, I think would be fine in that game, but I think it's the two running backs or the three running backs. If you want to throw CPAT into there, having Connor CPAT and particularly Algier between the the Falcons guys, it's a good spot for all those guys involved. I think obviously Connor has been really crushing it here. These last couple of couple of weeks and the matchup is good for him. Um, we will talk plenty. I'm not gonna talk more about Bills Bengals. We will definitely be talking plenty of that. Um, but the two the two games personally I'm most interested in slash most excited for in terms of fantasy upside. When I have guys in these games that I I want to like truly pop off, it is Bears, Lions, two of the worst defenses in the NFL, with both the Lions offense is quite good. The Bears offense fields in particular is good enough to help. Provide some juice. Like Fields can have an absolutely monster game here. You know, I'm not sure he has a stacking partner, I guess, other than maybe Cole Komet that's relevant, but he could have an absolutely monster game here. And on the Lions side, I mean, a late round golf 25 plus point game is not out of the realm of possibility. If you were able to sneak Swift or Jamal Williams in there at running back, they have upside. Amon Ra is one of the best wide receivers of any price, right? He was a fifth round pick. And he projects almost as well as literally anyone against this Bears defense. Just an absolute smash spot. That, but that makes DJ Chark, right? There's just a lot of goodness in this game. It's kind of the, the course Field. If you play MLB DFS or, or gamble on baseball or anything, it's kind of the course Field game to me. But the other one that I think could rival it in terms of course Field is Houston and Jacksonville. Like if you were able to weather the storm with the we did see a, a decent clip of Jacksonville, and I'm also a little biased because I have uh my two main teams both have Jacksonville stacks. But if you're able to weather the storm, right, without Zay, without Kirk, Ingram was 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 good, but you know, with a 19 point game from Trevor Lawrence, if you're able to get through, now you get what you want. You get the Texans. My favorite guy still actually that I it, like probably my favorite guy. If you could pick one player to have gotten through into this round, I do think it's hilariously. If you listen to the shanty at the start, where Rob makes fun of Travis Etienne, I think Etienne's the one. Like, if you could pick one guy, like who could I get through, right? Considering upside, ownership, everything like that, I'm I'm ninety nine point nine 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 percent certain it's Travis Etienne for me. It's just a smash bot workhorse back. Crazy high upside, low ownership. What more can you ask for? Um, but, you know, it also could ju- you know, Lawrence, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that Lawrence, Zay, Kirk, Ingram, even Marvin don't have huge upside. Do they have monster upside? And Houston has just been <laughs> taking people to the, to the freaking woodshed for the last few weeks, man. Could have won the last three games two of which were against two of the best teams in the NFL, the chiefs and the, and the Cowboys. They're playing well right now on offense, not really playing well on defense, but they're playing well right now on offense. And uh, so that game, that game is the, the other one. Um, There was one more. I was going to mention. Oh yeah. Jets. So uh, the Seattle defense still stinks. The Jets are bringing Mike White back. So it's Mike White with Joe Flacco backing him up there, officially canceling the uh, the Zach Wilson experiment 2.0. And they're going back to Mike White now that he's officially cleared and healthy. And it is wheels freaking up on Jets players, I think. If you have Garrett Wilson, you're back to a monster upside for Garrett Wilson. Elijah Moore has sneaky upside now. I don't know about Michael Carter, but it's certainly a more upside that Michael Carter has now than he had before Tyler Conklin, right? Even Corey Davis, any of these guys, excuse me, could pop up with Mike white back there in this matchup against Seattle. Now on the flip side, tough matchup for Seattle, but I think if they're going to, I think if they're going to have some success, it's going to be a little bit similar to Jacksonville last week where, you know, uh, Geno's are like Lawrence is fine. Passing, he played. He played pretty well, but he didn't like blow anybody away with his passing numbers. And then you're grinding out ETN. This would be you're grinding out Ken Walker on the ground. I think they did just put Will Disley on IR, so it's going to be uh, Fant and Colby Parkinson. We saw Evan Ingram light them up, like the Jets up last week. I am not expecting that from Fant and Colby Parkinson, but I do think it's possible they could get down in this game. And you know, DK Metcalf is a baller, but. Sauce and DJ Reed on the outside are just really good players. It's a really good pass defense, uh, particularly on the perimeter. And so, um, again, probably a little more bullish for Walker and maybe Fant if I were picking some Seattle guys. But those are three of the games I thought were kind of the most intriguing. Um, We will definitely most intriguing outside of, of two, which is the Super Bowl of this week is Monday night. Bills, Bengals, and then also Modog bringing up the Philly thing. We'll definitely talk more about Philly. I just want to, before I spend a bunch of time diving into Hurts and Philly, I think it would just be wise for us to give it, like, see if we get any more news. I know the latest news we have is that Jalen Hurts is going to try to play um, or going to push to play, so we'll see. I want to at least get maybe a practice or two under our belts before we dive into the Eagles game, and we will be spending plenty of time talking about Bills, Bengals. So I wanted to talk into a couple of those other games that I thought um, were kind of I, I, the games I'm honestly most excited for, uh, relative, maybe, maybe especially relative to to the field. I do got to get running. I see your questions. Two Mikes, Mike Rob and Mike M. I see your questions. Um, you can bring them into the Discord if you would like and um, lots of other smarter, even people smarter than I. We'll be there to answer questions for you and, and chat strategy, or we'll be back tomorrow, more week 17 prep. I want tomorrow, I want to continue to uh, double back and hit uh, your guys' questions. I want to get through some more lineup review, and then we're going to start to dig in to uh, some actual ownership and everything um, in these contests, right? We'll mostly be able to see it for underdog, but we'll start looking at the, the BBM finals ownership. We'll start looking at right puppies and super flex and uh, ownership. And uh, you know, maybe some potential leverage opportunities. So we're going to start digging into the the specific tournaments, contests and everything for week 17 tomorrow. Um, Thank you for hanging out. If you're, if you're dropping out here, hit the like button on the way out. And uh, I will, uh, See you guys tomorrow. Enjoy the kickoff of of Week 17. Peace.